Uh. <laughs> First thing people hear. Uh. I know, right? Like we we went, we just went through a two-hour podcast, and now you want to re-record said podcast? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if we went two hours and I was like, mm, no good. We gotta do another one. <laughs> we gotta do another one. Nah. We have to do it just slightly different. Just like you don't know, copy my homework because I've just changed it a little bit. Yeah, we gotta redo the whole thing. <laughs> I th- I would stop doing a podcast with me if I was like that. Like if I if I if I was doing a podcast with me, and I said, hey, um, we need to redo the entire podcast because we missed something. Like, bro, it's not happening, dude. It's just not happening. I'm just I'm just not that guy. I'm not doing it. You're just you like, know? Nope, I'm out. This is the moment. Yeah, it, it would have come to take... a time where a man must choose yeah. podcast or don't podcast. Yeah, exactly. Now you got to have more respect for yourself for sure. So don't let somebody push you into redoing a two hour podcast and doing another two hour podcast. Get out of here. Unless you want to look, if you want to, then don't listen to me. Do whatever you want. There's a four, uh, four hours worth of content there. Yeah, but you only get two hours. You know, people only get two hours of it. This is true. This is just four hours of talking. Just four hours of talking, bro. What if like your first two hours is just all talking and then you do a re-record and then you have nothing to say? I, I'm sure that happens. It's just like two hours of just, you know, nothing. Look, there have been times where we have run out of, um, like my PC has run out of memory to save an audio file. And thankfully, we live stream it on Twitch and then I go to Twitch and I cheat and I download the <laughs> the entire stream from Twitch. I pull the audio from it and then I upload that. So this man says there have been times when he's re- literally referring to last week. So, <laughs> sh- oh, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't to supposed to reveal people. that. Mama. You don't ha- we don't have to tell people that that just Mama. happened. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, that's happened before. But what if we weren't live streaming? What would we do? I don't I don't know. We'd have to redo the whole show. Because the recording ran out like halfway through it. Like we were like an hour and a half in. Uh, we would um, we'd probably reschedule. Probably, yeah. We'd Just be give like, you the first half and be like, tune in next time for part two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we would stop right there. And um, we would do it all. We would do it all again. Crazy to think that, huh? I don't believe you. You don't believe me what? I don't believe believe you'd want to do that to yourself. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that. I feel like there would be a lot more frustration (laughs) <laughs> going on before you get to that point <laughs> yeah yeah um Rabble's asking what do you have 500 megabyte hard drive or something no he's got a floppy disk Rabble. he's got a floppy disk it's it's straight up it's not even 500 megabytes so what had happened was i have a c drive and then i have an e drive and the c drive is the local ssd and the e drive is my uh it's technically an external hard drive but it's you know inside of the computer tower um so i guess that's not an external hard drive 
It's just an HDD, whatever the whatever that is, right? Is it internal or is it plugged in via USB? No, it, it is internal. It's internal. And yeah, then it's just a hard Sorry. drive. Sorry, it's a hard HDD. drive. And um, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry again. Um, not a hundred percent with it right now. Um, and so the settings on OBS when I made new settings, what happened is it automatically uploaded to the SSD. And so I ended up using up all this, all this memory on the SSD, and the SSD is only 120 gigabytes. So I very quickly accidentally filled that thing up, and then I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know where the memory is. I can't find these. I can't find this podcast. I don't know what's going on. And um, yeah, so that's what had happened. So, but now all, to be fair, when you did now. do that, you when, when you when you created a, a new profile in OBS, you didn't realize that um, at the time that it would just default to one of the drives. Correct. Uh, I had no those, idea. So. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. That was that was something new for you. That was a learning experience. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> shit, yo, where's my shit? Where's my content? I like this. Ravel says I'm imagining a separate external hard drive just shoved into your computer. It's internal now. <laughs> you just break it through like the side of the tower. Um. But yeah, so no worries. We are all gravy here. Real mystery. How are you, sir? How are you doing? Oh, right. We started the podcast. We right, did start right, the right. podcast. Yeah. Right. I didn't hear the music, so I, I just assumed that, uh, you know, you just click, click the record button, you know? I hope that the music came through. I. I mean, I'm not listening to the stream, right? So I don't. Have yeah, to see. it did. <laughs> it did. Oh, goody, goody gum. The music came That's through. fantastic. Goody, goody gumdrops, um, he says. Yes, I do. Yes, I, I do. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm tired, but I'm doing fine. I mean, you're yeah. you're more tired than I am, but yeah, I'm doing I, fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, th that's good to hear. Um, how is your project at work where you're redoing all the seats? Uh, <laughs> I uh, I was working on one of the 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 biggest theaters. Um. <clears throat> And I ran out of seats. <gasps> oh no. So yeah, we... so now the project's gotten a little bit more difficult because now what they want me to do is like with whatever seats that are kind of needing to be changed, I yeah. need to bring this, the ones that are in the back that needs to be changed, bring them to the front now and then the front seats to the back. So now I'm taking oh, out two goodness. sets of seats um, and that's, that's gonna make it much more difficult, especially considering I don't know um what all the seat sizes are how heavy are these seats i'm just imagining you like lugging all these around well i'm not superman so there's that um and they're like uh they're they're a few pounds i mean i would say a box of hfcs definitely weighs way more than a, a box seat. of what i'm sorry <laughs> so part of my job requires me to put stock away uh -huh. uh, when we get orders and uh, when we get when we get orders we get large orders of let's say like 50 boxes of um, high fructose corn syrup oh high fructose corn syrup okay yeah that's what hfcs stands for and okay. those boxes are equivalent to about like 60 pounds yeah i bet they're pretty heavy they are really heavy and then your 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 bags of kernels are about 30 pounds each and and so on and so forth so like they're nowhere like the this, the buckets themselves are nowhere near like the weight of those things wow yeah well there so you go. The, yeah the, the the problem is is finding the correct seat size replacing it with the uh you know with the with the, t the terrible seat and putting it in the front or whatever and mm -hmm. like, you know 
working around it. Um, so today I managed to change about 11 seats. Nice. That seems like a um, lot. That Yeah, it is quite a few. Um, so theater, that, that theater is looking, it's starting to look much better. Um, I want to say about eight or nine of those seats were actually new seats that I had put in. Nice. Um, but then, of course, I kind of ran out of seats. So uh, there's that. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that project is going. I, uh, I'm i going to be going at it for a couple more weeks longer, unfortunately. I'm sorry <laughs> for those folks that are listening to the podcast and are like, where's the Wednesday stream, man? Well, uh, work. It's at work. At work. You should work stream yourself me... fixing the seats. I bet people would watch that. Work is making me beat my head against a wall. <laughs> you can stream that too. I bet people would watch that too. Oh my lord, you're just full of stream ideas, aren't you? Uh, you're the one full of the ideas. I'm just saying, go ahead and stream them. <laughs> oh my god. Do you want to see this theater wall go red? <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> Don't see me bash my head against the wall. Tune in on Wednesdays. <laughs> Wednesdays, 10, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Gush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thump. Thump. <laughs> There's like a disclaimer everybody has to like watch as soon as they get in. It's like, this is done by a professional. It's like, <laughs> real issues aren't professional. They do that on TikTok. So if you're on TikTok and you post a video that's like dangerous, they'll be like, this video is done by professionals. And like, it's very clearly not done by a professional, but they have to say that because they don't want other people copying it. Oh, man. It's kind of funny. Oh, dear. Uh, does that actually work, though? Like, is that is that is that something that you know legally would work that's a good question I, I don't know the answer um i assume they they must think so if for them to do that they must do that though they must think so all right how's work going for you great um no i mean work is actually fine um it's picked up a little bit i am um i don't know i'm, I'm work work is work is just fine it really is um i have been streaming uh which i've really been enjoying i'm playing tunic right now and i'm getting towards the end of tunic and it's a lot of fun and i had a really good time last night streaming and playing and nice. um i realized so this game is very like hands-off and they don't teach you anything mm -hmm. i have a new uh friend who's come into the stream and he was asking me or okay i was going up against this one room where you're going up a bunch against a bunch of like previous enemies who you fought before in the game oh like pre previous bosses or something or? yeah they're not exactly bosses but they're like enemy types that you've gone against before and there's different waves of them and everything okay. and the the guy goes hey man use your shotgun and i'm like shotgun what are you talking about and he goes you don't have the shotgun it's like no he's like bro <laughs> how did you just miss that so there's this weapon that is apparently extremely effective against this one enemy type that was like really kicking my ass and i i totally didn't have uh like the right weapons like i just totally forgot and like missed this thing and so i've been playing this game it's been much harder than it needs to be there's also this other item okay i'm trying to think of how to describe this there's this thing in the game that drains your hp 
and if you don't get away from it, it will drain your HP all the way down to one HP. And even if you heal yourself, it even caps how much you can heal yourself. So if you're, it's like a dark crystal. If you're around it too long, it will drop your entire health bar, and so like you can't even you can't even heal back to where you were before. The whole thing just drops down to one HP. So there's an item in the game that you can equip and it prevents you from losing all of your health. So there's this whole area that I ran through and had to be perfect in, avoiding any enemy strikes because I only had one HP, so one hit and I'm dead. And I thought that it was just a difficult part of the game. No, it's that I didn't know this. I just didn't know that this thing prevented my HP from being completely drained. And um, yeah, so I was, uh, I, I made the game I have made this game way harder than it needs to be, basically, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so you said you found the shotgun, right? Was it in a... I didn't even find really it. I still don't even oh. have it yet. Oh, okay. He, uh, the, the other person had said, you, you have to get the shotgun. And he was like, how did you miss it? He Yeah, basically, he was like, hey, uh, the shotgun's really effective against this guy. And I'm like, I, what are you talking about? A shotgun? I'm a fox with a uh, sword, bro. Like, what do you think I'm playing? I'm not playing Halo. And he goes, no, you missed the shotgun. And so apparently you find the shotgun in the place where like your health, my health was getting drained down to one HP. And so I'm rushing through this place trying to get through because I'm avoiding enemies. Well, apparently there's a shotgun in that area. So now I got to go back there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I see. I see. But I'm, I'm close to the end of the game. I'm having so much fun with it. Um... And when that game's done, I'm not sure what I'm going to play next, but I'm excited to move on to a new game. Maybe I'll stream Halo Infinite campaign. I don't know, because i got to get through it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been getting questions uh, so, from some people. They're just like, how come Trax hasn't finished the campaign yet? I'm like, oh, he's busy, man. Like, the truth is he's I'm... He's busy playing a fox at the moment. <laughs> yeah, the... the I don't know. I I think I was just there's something in me that didn't want to stream Halo Infinite campaign, and I would just wanted to kind of like experience it like by myself with headphones on. But mm -hmm. the trouble is like I'm just I'm actually playing now, so like streaming and playing and and like I I gotta I gotta just do it. So just gotta take the plunge, man. Yeah, gotta take the plunge. Just gotta gotta take the leap of faith. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what's been going on with me. Nice, nice. Have you seen the Halo roadmap that was released? Um, not in detail in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Uh, I haven't had a chance to take a look at it, but uh, I have a feeling that we might be talking about it now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it now. So the Halo well, my deadline's over, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> The Halo roadmap has been something that everybody's been begging for for so long. 343 finally releases a roadmap, and okay. people lose their minds because of unhappiness. Now, what's, Ooh, ki okay. what's kind of... I think there's one big glaring issue, and honestly, like I get it, but... Everybody has such a negative take on this that as I was 
seeing the community's response on YouTube and on Twitter and on TikTok, it made me feel like we should, of course, address the negative things about it, but also address some of the positive things about it. Because I feel like this conversation has been very one-sided in the community, and I think that it's maybe worth... I don't know. Looking at the positives and the negatives, you know, who would have make it a two way fight, huh? Yeah, you know, what we're gonna do. Let's make go. It, making a case for <laughs> what the good things about it. So, all right, we're not gonna we're not gonna do a uh, you know we're not gonna simp for three for three. We're not three for three shills. We're not gonna make a bunch of excuses why this is totally fine and totally okay, and everybody needs to shut up and it's fine. Like, no, that's not the case. But at the same time, we don't need to. F- freak out and you know we could still talk about we could still talk about what's wrong i guess is all i'm trying to say all right so where would you like to start on this bad boy which can be found on what halo waypoint yeah so you can go to halowaypoint.com and under halo waypoint i'm gonna pull it up right now under halo waypoint you go to news and then you go to halo infinite update april 2022 and then you scroll down and then right there boom the roadmap so we're gonna go first we're just gonna go over the roadmap okay all right and then we're gonna talk about it it. so season two is indeed six months long oh wow okay instead of three months it's six months you can probably get an idea why people are freaking out shit oh god so starts may 3rd which we all knew and goes to november 7th there's new maps, Catalyst for the arena mode, and Breaker for BTB net mode. Okay. Now, you guys, uh, we've already talked about some of this before, but we're just going over the roadmap. New game modes, King of the Hill, Land Grab, and Last Spartan Standing. There's a mm-hmm. couple extra little fun game modes that are coming, too, that they don't say in here. Um, but, you know, it's not just these three. Then it says Narrative Events. There's a narrative event called Interference. It starts May 3rd and goes from May 3rd to the 16th. And then there's okay. the Alpha Pack narrative event, which goes from July 19th to August 1st. There's a new 100-tier battle pass with a free armor free armor core and earnable credits. Um, there's the Fracture Entrenched event. Uh, the Fracture Entrenched is, well, the first week goes from May 24th to the 30th. This is kind of like the World War II, World War One looking kind of armors. Um, campaign Network Co-op. Um, this is split screen co-op, basically. Uh, sorry, split screen co-op in regards to in-person split screen? Or is this, hence, hence Network is it like um, online co-op? Maybe it's not split screen. Maybe it's just online co-op. Yeah, because I mean, like, they could have just clearly said campaign co-op. But yeah, they you're right. But the word network in it, so I I feel like that would be. You're right. A very okay. Good indication. So online co-op, uh, late August target. I think that's a bit later than people were expecting. At this point, it's almost a year since the release of Halo. Yeah. Um, it says campaign mission replay, late August target. Now what oh that is word. is the the missions that are in Halo Infinite, 
that are sort of like the traditional kind of missions that you play uh, in a in a traditional Halo game, where it's this is outside of all the open world kind of stuff, mm-hmm. where you can go back and replay those missions. Uh, late August before you're able to do that. Forge open beta coming September. It says September target. Okay, so all this is subject to change. The fracture events, the battle pass, the narrative events, those have definitive dates. The campaign mission replay, the Forge open beta, and the campaign network co-op are all targets. So they could be later. And then it just says quality of life improvements. Great. The roadmap continues. Season 3 starts November 8th. This is what they have listed for Season 3. A new battle pass, new maps, new modes, new sandbox items. Okay, it's kind of interesting new narrative events new fracture event forge open beta well that's kind of strange oh i see this is oh no that's the forge open beta okay Um, we're gonna come back to that in a second okay quality of quality of life improvements oh and campaign split screen co-op uh and under that it says timing to be determined Holy crap. Wow. Okay. So your campaign split screen co-op. Mystery, I know that this is how you're going to play the game with your sister, correct? Yep. Split screen. Uh, Probably not until November. <laughs> it's going to be after after a year you'll be able to do that since the game released. Okay. So now here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to get into the negatives. Don't worry. We're going to get there. Don't get mad at me. Don't start cursing at me. Don't yell at me for saying all positive things. We'll get into the negatives, I promise. Okay? Here's the positive things. Okay? We're getting new content. We're getting new content. Again, remember, this is positive. I'm not going to I'm not gonna say a positive thing and then go back and start going like, well, I know that it's been six months, blah, blah, blah. I get it. We'll get there with the negative stuff. Positive stuff. We're thinking positive here, okay? For all you positive thinkers. We got two new maps coming. Great. We got new game modes. Great. King of the Hill, Land Grab, and Last Spartan Standing. They're going to change things up. They're going to be in the rotation. There's also more game modes coming, like Ninja Slayer. Um, What were some of the other ones that I had read about? There's going to be... um, rocket repulsors okay for custom game mode people like me like when we do saturday community nights and we're playing fun games ninja slayer is gonna be so much fun Uh, you start out you have unlimited grapple hooks unlimited sword ammo right off the spawn you don't have to pick up the equipment it's in your loadout that's gonna be a lot of fun okay Mm -hmm. there's gonna be lots of fun um videos and people are going to be having a really good time so like the fun kind of casual thing that people really want to do with halo we're going to be getting that and that's going to be mixed into matchmaking as well as be available for custom games so i don't know if custom game settings are going to change where we could go into another game mode and have like skewers and um infinite grapple shots i I don't know if that's the case because they don't mention it here but at least in that one or two game modes we'll have a you know a fun game type like that the narrative events 
This is something to be excited by. The interference event and the alpha pack event. So in season one, um, I believe we had two events. We had the cyber attack event. We had the right. winter contingency event. Mm -hmm. Maybe we had another one. What was the third event? Other than the Tenrai event? Yeah, other other than the Tenrai fracture. There was another event. I'm going to look it up real quick. Halo Infinite Season 1 Events. Okay, so we had... Cyber Showdown. Oh, there was a bunch. Cyber Showdown. Tactical Ops. That was the most recent one. Oh, right. And they don't mention the Winter Contingency thing here, but that was an event. So Cyber Showdown was January 18th. Tactical Ops event was March 8th. Okay, so these event dates, they offered different kinds of armor. It was a whole separate, um, there's a whole separate like like track to unlock armor and stuff like that. They were neat. It looks like now they're gonna be narrative events. So there's the interference event and the alpha pack event. So we're gonna be getting some story to come along with our multiplayer. That has me excited. The first event starts May 3rd and it's through the 16th, so we'll have two weeks. And then the second event is in the middle of July, July 19th to August 1st. I feel like they're pretty well spaced out throughout this season. And while, well, no, I'm not gonna get into the, the negatives. Um, and so they're, they're spread out across the season and I'm excited to see some I'm excited to see some more story. You know, I, I get that it's multiplayer story, and I, I don't know exactly what it's going to be about, but there's been some speculation about what it could be about, and people seem to be pretty excited. So we're gonna get these. Uh, we're gonna get some 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 multiplayer story now. Um, I imagine it's gonna be something along the lines of like a Spartan Ops in terms of narrative. Um, maybe a little bit different, and not like just like a single story that they're trying to tell. But uh, that, personally, I think that that's really cool. A new battle pass. Um, keep in mind that in this battle pass, there's going to be more armors. There's going to be um, less like weapon swaps or, um, I'm sorry, not weapon swaps, challenge swaps and stuff like that. They're going to have um, earnable credits. So when you're going through the battle pass, if you purchase the battle pass, you'll be able to earn back your battle pass. So if you buy season two battle pass and you don't spend any credits in the store, you'll be able to get the season three battle pass without having to pay any more money. So I think that that's kind of cool. The fracture event, it's called entrenched. I think the armors look pretty freaking dope. I'm excited for those armors. I think they look really cool. That starts May 24th. So in the beginning of May, you got the interference narrative event. Towards mm -hmm. the end of May, you got the Fracture event. And that's week one. Week one of the Fracture event. Right, yeah. So I'm sure there's going to be more dispersed throughout the entire season. I'm sure that we'll have another week probably in June. Then you have the Alpha Pack in July. There'll probably be an another Fracture week in July. So I feel like at least once a month, sometimes twice a month, we're getting some kind of event going on. And I think that that's, I think that that's a good thing. Um, campaign network co-op, late August target. 
I don't know if there's anything positive to say about this, if I'm being honest. But I guess at least it's coming, and they have uh, they have finally given us a target date. Same thing with the campaign mission replay, the Forge open beta. Uh, it's going to be an open beta. Anybody's going to be able to to take you know anybody's going to be able to get their hands on it, and that's coming out in September. So at least it's finally here, I guess. Um, as for season three, it starts November. Yep. I think what I'm excited for of like, of course there's gonna be new maps, of course there's gonna be new modes, but the new sandbox items, I think that I'm really excited about that. So one year in, they're gonna add some sandbox items. I don't know if these are weapons, I don't know if this is equipment, I don't know, I don't know what this is, but I think it's safe to say that um, we're gonna be getting something new, and I think that that's cool. Of course, new narrative events, a new fracture event, the Forge Open Beta, quality of life improvements. Um, yeah, so I, I think that that is the positive, the positive take on this. Um, there also may be more things going on in season two that they just haven't told us yet. I think they said that. I think they said something to that point. Like there's going to be more here than just what's listed. So I think we're going to be surprised by some things. Honestly, I don't think that they should have any kind of surprises. I think right now they should put everything out on the table and say, hey guys, here's everything that we're working on. Because I, I think that right now people are kind of desperate for some kind of like good news. And the the positive the positive spin on this, I think, is a lot lighter than the negative spin. Now, Mystery, you heard me just say all the things that are going on this roadmap. You heard all the positive things. What do you think? How are you feeling about the positive things that we're talking about? What 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 in here stands out to you? And you're like, this is, I'm excited for this. Well, I'm definitely excited to get new maps. That's for sure. And some of these, so far from what I'm seeing, they look kind of fun. Yeah. I think Catalyst kind of reminds me of a free-for-all looking-esque map, mm -hmm. I want to say. I don't know how large it is, um, but I'm very curious to see Breaker, mostly because of the um, that being the environment that it's in, uh, because uh, I think it's a very banished, like like a banished scrapyard or something like that. Yep, that's so, exactly right. There's a lot right. of fun things that they can do with that, and we're so used to seeing so much UNSC in all the other big team battle, like UNSC and Foreigner. Yeah, you're that right. It's going to be nice to see uh, some banished stuff now, like come to the come to play. No. Yeah. Um. So there is there's that. Um. And then yeah, Catalyst definitely looks very foreigner as opposed to the very like, the very like UNSC that we've definitely had, uh, with like Aquarius and like, what other maps are there that I'm trying to I'm trying to remember? Recharges UNSC. Aquarius yeah. is UNSC. Launch site I think is one of them or is that Countdown? I can't remember what the names are. Um. But yeah, like the, it's been very UNSC heavy. So I'm glad to be uh. To be expanding out into different environments, uh, Banished is, uh, I'm really curious to see how this Banished one's gonna be gonna play out. Uh, are we gonna see more Banished uh, weapons or something on the on the, on the map, considering we're in a Banished scrapyard? Are we not? I, I don't know, we'll have to see. It's a good question. Um, it's cool to see, uh, to see that we're getting some new game modes. Uh, King of the Hill, Land Grab, and what, Last Spartan Standing? Mm -hmm. uh, I know a lot of people are comparing a Last, Last Spartan Standing to a mini Battle Royale, if you will. Yeah, kind of, kind of. So, 
I think you you get five lives in Last Spartan Standing. Oh, um, okay, okay. So it's not. I mean, look, the, the only thing that it's like Battle Royale in is that there's a circle that's closing in. Okay, fair. But the five live things, I mean, that that this is definitely more of a free-for-all kind of game than a Battle Royale, I, I would say. Um, five, um, five lives is just a lot for a, you know, hey, be careful because you could get eliminated at any moment. Um, yeah, I'm wondering you know if I mean? five, yeah, that's what, that was my next question. Is five lives too much for a last Spartan spending game? Like, should we get like three, three lives maybe? Like, how does it play? Does it play faster that way or? Right, because people are, if you have five lives, people are less likely to, I would think people are less likely to kind of like camp and just stay in one spot. Um, if, if you only had one life. So I, I would hope that it would play a little bit faster. Um, I'm really not. I'm not sure how it's going to play. I'm excited to get my hands on it because, um, look, I, I, at the end of the day, I, I love Battle Royales. Um, mm -hmm. Oddly enough, I'm not the biggest free-for-all kind of person. So maybe this is more my kind of like free-for-all mode. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. It seems like kind of like a weird mix. I, I saw, uh, I tweeted out about, well, not tweeted out. I, I posted a TikTok about Last Spartan Standing and somebody was like, finally, Battle Royale. And I'm like, this is not this is not their this is not battle royale this is yeah this is more like battle royal maybe like battalion royal or something you know battalion royal <laughs> it's it's younger sister <laughs> look it's less spartan standing that's what this oh, is you know okay, i see i see um but yeah no i'm 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 hoping we get stuff in king of the hill like uh mosh pit that'd be great um where you had like the one hill literally in the middle and it's everybody going for that one hill for as long as they can. Yeah. I'm hoping to see other kinds of really cool like game types from like, I think they even had it in like Halo 2. Um, and I, I, I mean, I mean that in the sense of MCC brought it. It was something along the lines of, it had something to do with uh, Yap Yap or Yip Yap or whatever that the one grunt had his own game type. Where it was like uh, you, you guys had needlers that when 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 you're shot with the needlers it pushes you guys back a little bit and you have Whoa. to try to stay in the hill. Oh, um, that's so cool. Like, yeah, so stuff like that, I would love to see come to fruition in with, with the release of King of the Hill. Hopefully, we will get that kind of stuff with our custom games options as well. Um, did, did did they give us any information on land grab? Because like, yeah. what's the difference between King of the Hill and Land Grab? So Land Grab, there's going to be five zones that you can capture, and once you capture one zone, it is locked down for your team. The okay, other so team cannot turn it around. Yeah, so like territories. Okay, so Land Grab is just another version of territories. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, I wonder why they're changing some of these names. Like, why did they change SWAT to Tactical Slayer? And now, why are they changing territories to Land Grab? Is that how territories played? You would like capture one zone. Yeah, in Halo, yeah, you had five zones in Halo in Halo Three. I think territories I played mostly on in Halo Three in Valhalla, and you get the the first zone is very close to your guys' base, right? And then as you go towards the middle, of course, there's it's 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 equal on both sides, right? So, um. You capture the first territory, it locks into place, that is now your territory, and whoever has the most territories by the end, um, they win that round. Yeah, so I, I think with Land Grab, maybe the reason why they changed the name, I, I suspect it has to do with how do we 
I, I bet it was a boardroom decision not boardroom, but you know, an executive decision. And they thought to themselves, what is a be better way to convey what the game is about with the name? Interesting. Cause I have a little slightly different opinion in that matter. Okay. I'm wondering if it has anything related to censorship, like SWAT can sound rather aggressive as opposed to tactical slayer. And like territories could also sound a little bit more aggressive as a land to grab. Land grab. I'm gonna grab your land, boy. I mean, if that's the way you want to play it. <laughs> I don't. Maybe, maybe. I, that's what I'm wondering. <clears throat> like, you know, if it's one of those, if one of those things where it's just like, oh, let's 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 try to let's try to make it less intense. I could see that and with SWAT, right? Like, hey, let's try and get away from anything that sounds like police-like. You know, I could see them kind of being weird about that, but I don't know. That's interesting. I would love to to ask them, like, hey, why did you change the name SWAT to Tactical Slayer? We all know that this is SWAT. What's going on here? Yeah, I mean, we still call it SWAT anyways. Yeah, we do. Right? Yeah. Because um, um, Tactical Slayer, here's the problem with Tactical Slayer. Tactical Slayer. It's five freaking syllables versus one, bro. I'm going with SWAT every SWAT. time because it's just easier to say. Yeah, SWAT. Tactical Slayer. Like, oh, man. Ooh. <laughs> what a mouthful, dude. Economy of <laughs> economy of syllables, you know what I mean? You're just throwing yeah, them all over the place yeah. unnecessarily. Yeah. A kiss method, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Exactly. SWAT. <laughs> Easy. We all knew what it was. Uh, I'm looking forward to the narrative events for sure. Um, interference and alpha pack. I'm kind of. It's making me wonder. Okay, so interference. Like, what? what what's going on in the story mm. to interfere? And then I was there going to be like, oh, like I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking narratively. Maybe there's going to be like some kind of something that that ends up happening. I guess I don't know to the UNSC in some way, shape, or form. Maybe they get EMP'd or something, and now these Spartans like kind of have to like fight off. Um, as lone wolves because they can't communicate with each other or something mm. like that or like that's where the lone wolves ex like excel and so on and so forth and then hence the alpha pack right so like the first one is like okay something happens something terrible happens and then now the next one after that is going to be like the spartans pushing back nice uh, like, i'm wondering if it's like one of those things i mean um, that that sounds pretty good to me Right, so that, that that's kind of like that's kind of where my thought process is going in regards to nar the narrative events. Like, okay, maybe there is like a story that they're trying to tell here, yeah. And this is the way they're probably going to be able to do it. Um, I like that. But theory. like the the new hundred tier uh, tier battle pass. I mean, we, we knew that was coming anyways. The fractured, the new fractured event. Like those are all typical things that we're going to be seeing. Yeah. Forward in the season, yeah. I'm wondering like at that point, is it even worth like? pointing out like moving forward because i feel like that's just going to be the default right we are expecting a 100 new battle tier pass a uh, 100 tier battle pass we're expecting new maps we're expecting new modes kind of thing you know yeah i um, mean that's that's certainly true um it is something that we're expecting and uh positive spin they're delivering right <laughs> right right now have they shown anything that you said this the some of them the armors look kind of cool for entrenched oh yeah I haven't seen any of it. Is there uh No, okay. I'm going to find I, Should I just wait for it to be like a surprise or no. like No. Right, so we're, we're gonna I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to look some up here and I am going to um, send them to you on Discord so you can take a look at them real quick. Um okay, okay. Why don't you go ahead and lead our conversation when it comes to okay. Let's give some critical feedback here about this roadmap. Oh, 
you are you going into the negatives and positives here at the same time? You're doing this no. with this transition. That's what you're going for here. Po positives are done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it's time to just poop on it. <laughs> <laughs> In essence. <laughs> um. And I'm a little, I'm a little concerned about. Yes, I know they say yes, late, late August. Here's the target. I'm a little bit concerned as to how, how late these things are being pushed back. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I I'm gonna wait. Of course, I want it to work when it comes out, right? Um, but mm -hmm. I don't know. There is this growing concern. It's always like in the back of my mind now. It's just like, should we have waited an extra year? Would it have been a better experience for launch? <sighs> no. Yeah. Like, I know, I remember very early on, we were like, everyone was like, we need Halo Infinite now, we need Halo Infinite now. They pushed out Halo Infinite, and... Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that's really fair. I think that that's a, a really good point. We, they had... Well, here's the other thing. They already delayed it a year. I so know. I, I think everybody was under the impression, like, okay, well, you got a year. Right. Uh, it's plenty of time to polish a game. I don't mm -hmm. think we really realized how far behind they were with a lot of stuff that was going on. Right. And we, I mean, us as a collective community had pushed it pretty hard. Right. Especially, especially with that 20th year, the 20 year anniversary launch and, and all of that stuff that we were trying to get out. Right. Yeah. What was it? To the 20 year anniversary of Halo CE or the Xbox. That's when they pushed out the multiplayer. Correct. Right. Yeah. Could you imagine if they had just gone ahead and pushed it out then? What a what a mess. What an what absolute mean, mess. No, no. I mean, what if they like their original target of pushing it out with the release of the console? Oh, right, right, with the Series X. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're right. Okay. They did do it on the anniversary. I was thinking when you said on that, the Xbox's anniversary. Yeah. I was not thinking on of the console launch. I'm sorry. By oh, the okay. way, I just by DM sent you a bunch of images from the fracture event, so you'll get an idea of what I'm talking about with the armors by looking at those. Ooh, okay, interesting. These look very Fallout heavy. They look heavy Fallout to me. Yeah, they look kind. Of, yeah, they look very Fallout e for sure. Like the first. And that's one. something that we were discussing at some point earlier on, right? Like now that they have access to Fallout, you know. Yeah, I mean, technically none of these are that that power armor but they what inspiration from it yeah yeah for sure for sure especially that's, that yellow that's, that's one that i sent you it's pretty neat yeah so i love this look i love these designs i can't wait to unlock these um i actually think that i i might spend some extra money on some of these extra armors okay all right and that's i know cool. that all the armors will be free and you'll be able to get them in the battle pass but i know that there's gonna be some cosmetics that you know you'll be able to pay for i imagine Right, they did that same thing. They did that same thing with the uh, the Tenrai event. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I don't know if I really want to go through another like week one Six of entrenched, yeah. another week of entrenched later. You know, sometime later, uh, playing the same game type again just to progress through the through that uh, through that event. Yeah, I know that they got feedback about being forced into a playlist that you didn't want to play for the event. I don't remember exactly what the response was to that, but I'm hoping that they make the challenges not one playlist specific. Right, yeah, because, I, I mean, I honestly, I was feeling like, you know, 
I was I was always feeling like I was being dragged into Fiesta, you know, just trying to get the everyone trying to get the armors for the Tenrai event. Yeah, and I, I think it's like it's a neat way to get people to play new game types or specific like, game types. Yeah, if you really don't like Fiesta, like uh, we have uh, Fire Mage in the community, he loathes Fiesta. I really don't like Fiesta either, and so like. Having to deal with me and him and us complaining about Fiesta, but still <laughs> having to play it with us, like it was probably brutal for our friends. You know, it's like it's not. I don't know. It's not fun. I. You know, I I almost feel like. I don't know. I almost feel like attrition would have been a better playlist, to put the event around than Fiesta. Fiesta is like a very specific kind of. Oh, tracks. Remind me again. What is attrition? Cruelty. Attrition was the game type where your team starts out and you have a bank of lives. And every time a player on your team dies, you lose like a life between your whole team. And then basically it's the last team standing um, as the circle closes in. Right, right, right. That one game type that came out, what? For one week and then just disappeared off yeah the and then they kind of just it, it disappeared again they're bringing it back so that's good <laughs> um <laughs> but i feel like a game mode like that is already enough like slayer but a little bit different that like it would have maybe have been a better like i can't imagine anybody looking at attrition and going like i absolutely loathe attrition like it's basically a slayer game but there's lives and a circle that closes in so it's a little bit different whereas fiesta is just totally it's total rng and so if you don't like that it's it's brutal it's absolutely brutal um i'm trying to think of like what another example would be of like another playlist that like maybe it would have been okay um I don't know, but I think that Fiesta, for people who don't like Fiesta and for people who don't like RNG like myself, um, it, it was it was rough. You know, it was rough. The amount of times where I spawn with garbage weapons and the other team has rockets, it's like, guys, how? Like, it, it, it must it's be... It's RNG, the, though, right? Like, that's just... Right, it must be, like, the universal experience for everybody who plays, but that's, like, a universally frustrating experience. So I just, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't right, like. Right. I don't like it. But I don't like it. I'm sure there's some people who love Fiesta. So no, no, there's a lot of people that definitely love. I hope they enjoyed the shit out of themselves, because I know, I'm going yeah. to enjoy not having to do that again with Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I definitely did feel like I was kind of dragging my bum trying to because I, there was this one. I'm not gonna lie, there was this one like that the blue and the the blue and gold like weapon uh armor thing. Mm -hmm. sorry the weapon weapon skin uh, the squid yeah the skin that i that i, that I actually genuinely kind of liked and so i tried to grind my bum through like fiesta to try to achieve it to, to get it and then finally ended up getting it and i just i was like yay i got it but i felt like i was i was like literally dragging my ass to get it it didn't feel satisfying yeah. enough that i earned it you know <clears throat> yeah yeah exactly even though i earned it like I, 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 it's such a hard feeling to explain but you know it would be nice to just just feel like I I really did earn it as opposed to. Um, hey, <laughs> I I had to do this. Uh, I had to beat my head against the wall here just to get that. You know? Yeah, I get that. I definitely get that. So like, what's what is that workaround? Like, what do we what what can they do here? 
for their events in the future. Um, so it feels like you're actually earning it as opposed to the opposite feeling that we've been, that I've been feeling or you've been feeling a bit. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see um, maybe not an infinite number, but like challenge swaps. So let's say you're going through the event because they did confirm this. The fracture event is going to have a separate track and separate challenges than the regular battle pass. That was one of the issues that was like with the first battle pass where, you know, you'd be doing the challenges for your battle pass and then the event you'd have these event challenges pop up and like they'd kind of get in the way of your regular battle pass challenges and maybe the regular challenge like the regular battle pass challenges would get in the way of the event challenges so all you want to do is the event challenges but you have to play a whole bunch of you know tactical slayer games in order to remove one of the regular challenges so that way an event challenge would pop up it was kind of like it was kind of like oh, a weird right. system yeah, a whole mismatch of things going on there. so yeah. it sounds like for this one they're going to have two separate tracks so two separate challenge tracks so you'll be able to focus specifically on your event challenges to progress through the fracture event that's good so what i'm saying is maybe let's say you come in and the playlist that they want you to play let's just take the example of fiesta again let's say it's all fiesta would well, be really cool if you could kind of like have a certain number of challenge swaps and i could get it taken off of fiesta and instead it's a challenge that has to do with big team battle and so maybe i have enough challenge swaps where i could swap the whole event and instead of having to do fiesta i could do some other game mode that i want to do but then you would be playing into the rng though right because like the whole the whole challenge swap aspect of it is rng though is it not that's true but generally the challenge swaps are pretty good about not giving you the same thing so like let's say all of a sudden you're just gonna have like challenge challenges that are like uh kill 10 spartans with rockets in fiesta yeah right so like let's say that was a fiesta challenge or like one fiesta challenge that was brutal for me to do was like uh back smack seven people in tactical slayer i remember that during one of the events right. like back smack five people in tactical slayer like dude it's just not happening so i would swap that challenge out and then i would get something like you know get five headshots or something like that and say like, okay well i can definitely do that one so maybe uh and, and now like let's say you get a uh let's say you get a challenge for complete three stronghold games well when you swap out that challenge almost always it switches to another playlist so instead of going like three stronghold games it doesn't go like oh now uh kill three enemy spartans who are in t uh, strongholds you know it's it, like it, it doesn't do it like that and my experience in swapping out challenges has always been it pretty much completely switches to something else so usually it'll go to something in team slayer like if it was an objective challenge before now it becomes like a slayer challenge um sometimes it's ranked but sometimes it's not so I i've had a pretty good experience with challenge swaps <laughs> So I would be okay if they implemented something for the Fracture event where you weren't locked into a playlist and you could instead swap out those challenges for some other playlist. Okay. Yeah. I guess I can I can semi get behind that. I mean, what if you had like, what if it was like, oh, hey, like you have a bank of like, I guess, five challenge swaps. If you want to use all your five challenge swaps, you can now change 
the uh, the the category of uh, what the what the challenges are going to be. Doing. Well, that's a neat idea. So like as opposed to you just having to constantly click on a challenge swap and. Yeah, I like that idea. Like, hey, this whole event for you is not going to revolve around um, free for all. Like, okay, great. Yeah, I'd rather that than be in Fiesta or whatever. I, I, I kind of like that idea too. Right, I just think right. having some kind of variety where you're not locked into a playlist is probably probably a good idea. Yeah, but, I mean, in that case, yeah, it would feel like you're earning it a little bit more as opposed to grinding for it. Yeah, but then again, if you want people to play these new modes and stuff like that, like this is the best way to get people into the new modes. So I don't know. There's we, this has been an argument that I've been back and forth on since be, before this game launched, and I right. still don't know where I end up on it because like I think there's pros and cons to both sides, and maybe it's okay that I had to suck it up and play Fiesta for a little bit. Um, I, I I don't know. I I, I don't know where i come down on this topic still i i i could still be convinced either way i think like now that it's not fiesta i'll maybe i'll be fine with the idea of being locked into a specific playlist <laughs> yeah it'll just it'll just be like tactical ops or something you know oh my god that would drive me nuts <laughs> Especially since I got rid of BR tactical ops, like get out of my face, dude! You're gonna I'm get more of that so challenge. You got to back ten people. <laughs> I, I would lose it. I would lose it if they were like, yeah. If I keep getting mangler SWAT and it's like back smack five people, like fuck out of here. I'm done with this. <laughs> that was a brutal event. That really was. Um. So, yeah. Six months. It doesn't seem necessarily like there's a ton here. Um, it doesn't feel like it, but then also, also, I feel like this is just a huge overlay. Like this, okay. So these are the big things for uh, for Lone Wolf season correct. two, right? I, That's there, true. There could be smaller things to come, just to kind of keep us. Yeah. You know, going there's going to be rotational playlists. So, but at the end of the day. The big thing that you're doing here is like, okay, like, like, let's look at these game modes. King of the Hill. Bro, this game mode is fucking tw 21 years old. <laughs> Land grab, right? Territories from before. This is not the first that we're seeing this game mode. Mm -hmm. Now, last part in standing is. Seems like a unique enough take on a free-for-all game. Like, okay, fair enough. So you got one new game mode. I'm not going to pretend that Ninja Slayer is a brand new game mode. It takes the fun sandbox items from Halo Infinite and uses them in a way that I think you should have been able to use from the launch of this game in custom games. Like, right, the idea that you don't have... something that we've definitely wanted, have been wanting to do for a while, and they just turned into a game type. It's like, hey, here! Yeah, here it is for you. <laughs> right. So I, I feel like there's definitely a take here of, hey, these game modes that you're making a big deal about, like, guys, this shit either should have been here at the launch of the game or like this. These game modes have been around for a long time and you're making a big deal. It reminds me of like when Halo 5 finally got oddball and they're like oddball. And it's like, bro, this game type is really old. Like you're making a big deal about it. But like, this seems like something that should have been here. 
for the people who say like this feels like an incomplete game, missing game modes that have been around from Halo 1 or Halo 2, like that's part of what makes it feel incomplete. It's like you're we're missing game modes that we have come to expect because they were in Halo 2, they were in Halo 3, they were in Halo Reach. And then all of a sudden it's like, "Well, here here they are, 6 months into the game." Could you imagine if they released King of the Hill 6 months into Halo 2? People would be like, "What are you doing?" This is so confusing. Why would why is this coming out six months into the game? Well, I mean, also, also keep in mind <laughs> the Halo Two times you didn't exactly have, like I guess, like constant updates. No, it's fair. Look, all the on, DLC on was game. maps, right? So like, yeah, yeah, you had the expansion I get it. pass. Remember that? Remember you had to buy like the expansion DLC or whatever on like a I, CD and install it. I downloaded all of the the maps from when they came out but i think you're right i think that dvd or not dvd um i still have a copy of that actually uh, because when we would do land parties i would uh make sure that all the xboxes had the updated maps and everything like that yeah um fun little trivia fact there are two maps that came out for halo 2 that are not included on that uh dlc disc two maps that were included in halo 2 that were not on the dlc disc yeah there was the remake of hang em high that and, you had to download separately right yeah and there was some other map i forget exactly what it was but that wasn't on the dlc disc either so was it prisoner fun little fact i don't think it was prisoner i forget what the map was called Prisoner sounds like a game type, man. It's a deep dive for Halo 2 trivia right there. There um, you go. It was so long ago. <laughs> so, look, campaign mission replay, late August target. I don't know. It seems... All it really this... does make me wonder, what, why, why is that taking so long to be able to be a thing? Yeah. Yeah, the, I, I don't know. I don't know. The Forge open beta, I think that this is like a really strange thing. They have Forge open beta saying September target, but then they also list Forge open beta as a feature of season three. So I guess the Forge open beta is going to be going on for a while. God, I hope, I really hope that we're going to be able to have maps that we want for the next 1v1 tournament. I'm like, good God, man. Yeah, that would be nice, but if it's a September target, oh boy. <laughs> and that's an open beta. It's not even like the actual release. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, That's this is not the release of Forge. This is no, a Forge is open beta. A beta. Now, I wonder I, if one of them is more of an open beta in regards to if you're an inside member or something like that, and then the other one is like a full-on open beta. I don't think that they would call it an open beta if it was going to be limited to Halo Insiders, but I thought that I remember them saying that it was going to be available for Halo Insiders at some point. So right. maybe you're right about that. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe Forge open beta in Season 2 is not exactly correct. Maybe it's Forge open beta. It, well, no, because they did the same thing with the flighting, right? They they opened up the insider program to everybody, I think, right? The last um, the last weekend. Yeah, the last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically it like anybody could get in. Right, right. 
yeah, I don't. I, I don't that. think that you had to be an insider to do it. I don't remember exactly, but whatever. Maybe there's some kind of distinction there that's not obvious to me. Um, quality of life improvements. That's kind of listed there. Maybe this is kind of like a positive thing. Actually, that might that might be those things that actually kind of make like a big deal, but they're not listed. Right. So maybe quality of life improvements has to do with like having like more options in custom games. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, quality of life improvements, I was thinking is more of a massive, like a, a big update or something. Right. Um, and there's too many little things to, to, to put out here. But I bet the quality of life improvements is actually going to be. Um, you'll probably be able to feel that, you know, <laughs> So I feel like that's something that doesn't really come through because it's not new content. It's like old content, but it's not even content. It's just like, well, it's quality of life improvement. That's exactly what it is. So um, maybe it's presented differently or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe the UI like, is hey, a little you know bit what? better. Let's just scrap all these different options to get to the same spot and just make it simplified. Yeah. That'd yeah, be great. exactly. Exactly. So ho hopefully like these things have more of an impact. Um, I just, I think that the six, honestly, the six month length of this season, I think, is what makes this the is like the hardest pill to swallow. Like we yeah, just got this through is longer than the first season. Well, the first season was also six months. Oh, was it six months? Yeah, November to. Oh right, till May. To May. Damn man. And here we go, May to November. So. Yeah, six months. It's just, it's such a long time. I mean, you could feel some of the fatigue. Now look, with the narrative events, with the new game modes, it might be a little bit easier this time around. But I think like looking at six months and trying to think like, hold on, we just went through six months of Halo Infinite with like not a whole lot of additions. It feels a little daunting of like oh we got to get through another six months before we finally see new sandbox items or more maps like i don't know two maps for six months do you feel like that's too little uh well we can't forget of the fact that it's still all subject to change like yes this is a road map but it doesn't necessarily mean they have to follow it to the t right what do you like, think yeah, like they'll have a shorter season i mean it's this is this i mean a lot of this like Maybe season three is their wishful thinking, like, okay, like we're aiming for season three, right? But if things get done earlier and so on and so forth, we can push Halo th uh, the season three much earlier. Oh, I and see. And it won't therefore be a six month season for Lone Wolves, right? And that's the, that's like the key wording here is it's all subject to change. This is what we're seeing. This is the roadmap as of April 22nd. I tell you what, if they came out and they said, hey, season three is going to start in September. Right. And then we're going to get on to like an actual, like, you know, fall season, winter season, spring season, summer season. That would be a very pleasant surprise, I think. Um, so, like, if it was like a four month season, I feel like I could stomach that a little bit easier. Yeah. I, I feel like they just need that, that they would just need to kind of, they have all these big things on their plate and they just need to knock them out. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely it's, true. It's it's it is as you have said. It is a tough pill to swallow, but like you know, there are some pretty massive things that are coming. It just it they just need to they just need to get through it.
Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. eat an elephant in one bite. You, you eat it like, you know, small bites at a time. Yeah, I don't typically eat elephants, but hey, look, you do you, Mystery. You know what I mean? So, if, if, if you eat elephants, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it I've expensive? Got a, I've got... Yes, it is expensive. I've got a void of a stomach, unfortunately, so I, I need to fill it somehow. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's good. We're going to make an enemy out of uh, the SPCA now. This is good. Unfortunately. Oh Maybe boy. not, dude. I'd love to go to fucking battle with those guys. Now you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for like a, a metaphor here, and you just straight up challenged them. Yeah, come at me, bro. What are you going to do? So throw some blood all over me? Like, whatever. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, look, there's the roadmap, the positives, the negatives. The negatives have been talked about to death. So, like, I don't, I don't want to get upset. I don't want to be like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable, unacceptable. Like, I also don't feel, like, entitled to anything. So, like, what we get is what we get. And I am, how do I feel about this? I, I just have a very mixed feeling about it. There's things that I am happy about. There's things that I'm not so happy about. And then there's a little bit of hopefulness with me where I'm hoping that there's some things that are not talked about on this roadmap that I'm going to feel and enjoy and really right. like. And I'm, I'm hoping that that's the case. Mm -hmm. So if it turns out not to be that way, look with these game modes and stuff like that, I know for, look, for six months, we have been doing community nights. And we have found a way to enjoy ourselves and laugh and cry and freak out and have so much fun. We've jacked up the movement, given everybody skewers, ran around on the map streets. Like we Long have done clips. we have done fun things. And so there are fun things that are that you can experience with this game. And I think right now, part of the reason why we're all still playing this game is because of the community aspect of it. I really believe that. I don't know if I was going into Halo Infinite by myself, if I'd be playing every weekend. Probably not. I, I, don't, I don't think that I would be. But it's I don't think you would be either. But it's because of my friends and it's because of the people who we've met and have come through to play on community game nights that this has been an this has been fun like six months has sort of flown by and i expect that we will have a lot more fun and the next six months will feel um you know will even be more enjoyable i really believe that so if you've considered playing with us if you've considered becoming a part of the community if you've considered um you know really jumping in and kind of uh, uh of making some new friends Join our Discord. Come in and say hi. Join us for a community night. We have all sorts of different events that we have planned throughout the week. And so there's definitely something there that you can plug into and have a good time and meet some people. So I, I definitely encourage you, the listener, to do something like that. Don't let the next six months of this game be something to dread. Let it be something that you can enjoy and enjoy it with some friends. There. That's my... That's my... That's my... uh that's my encouragement. Yay! Where was the like? Where was like the really like inspirational music? And... 
Did you not have that queued up? Dun, 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 dun. No, it was not. <laughs> no! That's not Okay, it. fine, yes, but no! Dun, 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 I I still find it weird that there's a campaign split screen co-op is gonna be in season three. Yeah. Whew. That's whew. that's 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 one hell of a wait. Timing to be determined. I mean, yeah. dude, it could be on the back end of season three. Could be in the the, the front, the forward facing end. But like that yeah. might not come until 2023, bro. That's a long ways away, man. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah, I mean, beyond that, like, I, yeah, I really can't. I'm, I really can't think of anything else to kind of add on in regards to the roadmap. We got it. We got the roadmap, guys. We got we, it. We dig it. It's it was, here. It was so fun in the reaction of people. They're like, we need a roadmap. And I was one of them. I was asking for a roadmap. And then we got it. And everyone's like, this is terrible. I mean, I'm going to take a second to look halo youtubers and i don't mean all of them i really don't and a lot of the major ones i think they do a perfectly fine job in what they do but i think like the second rate youtubers halo youtubers that there are who are just talking about how this is the the game is dead this is the most awful thing to ever happen and they kind of have to do that in order to kind of like generate some excitement for their content because they're still trying to break out of being the third tier and fourth tier whatever tier halo youtuber um like i got a little bit of a bone to pick like is it the most terrible thing in the world like no no it, it, it's it's not is it great no it's also not great either but boy i i feel like for people who love halo so much i i don't know like I, i'm hesitant to tell people like hey dude don't express discontent with what's going on with halo because i certainly have and that would be super hypocritical and i i don't think that that's i don't think that that's a good thing but it, sometimes it does feel like this oh i need to seem really upset about this and i just feel like that's not healthy for halo for the halo community for people who are into halo i'll tell you what i've seen so many people's minds changed by social media and the general consensus on social media and on youtube and so the way that content creators put things out it really can affect the way that people look at something. You know, they might hear me going on a little rant about the next six months and how we're going to have a good time. And, you know, they might go, oh, you know what? What Next six months, like, this is going to be okay. We, we can do this, you know? But somebody can also watch a Halo YouTube video of somebody complaining about how this is the worst thing. This mode sucks. This game sucks. It's dead. Nobody's playing it. And, like, they will just they'll feel that they'll feel that they'll believe that they'll internalize that and then they'll go well i'm not going to play this game anymore and it's like as a halo content creator i'm not saying we should just lie and say that everything is great when it's not I i'm really not 
but some of this like dramatic oh my god it's the fucking worst i just feel like maybe we should bring the temperature down a little bit and i get it i get it i get it you're you know sometimes you're trying to get views and you need something that kind of stands out but boy maybe you can find another way to stand out other than just this is the worst thing to ever happen i don't know maybe you can't do that maybe maybe that doesn't work and you really need to have the kind of outrage thing going on especially on youtube in order to get some kind of traction if you're looking to get traction maybe, maybe you need to do that I, I i don't know i don't know the answer i'm not a youtuber but boy i, I just feel like there's got to be it, it just you know what it feels like it feels like unnecessary damage to the halo community it feels like unnecessary damage like it, it's you're unnecessarily negatively affecting the game like does it deserve criticism yes does it deserve that level of criticism i don't know i don't know i don't think so so i'll just leave it with that i don't okay. know I don't know if that's... I was going to add on just a tiny bit, but I mean, the, the tiny thing that I was going to add on is, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that, like, um, a, a point that a Halo YouTuber can bring up doesn't necessarily mean that, like, it, they can't change your mind on something, or they can't bring up a perspective that you never thought of before. Thus, therefore, also slightly changing your mind. You know? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you can... You can listen to the Halo YouTubers all you want, but like, of course, also come up with your own opinion. Don't follow someone else's opinion. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Because yeah. that's a cool thing to do. It's like, it's like, oh, the the cool kid in class is doing this, so I have to also do this. The cool kid in class hates this, so I have to hate this, so then I can stay cool. Right. No. Um, I mean, <laughs> fun fact: that's not how the world runs. What by the cool kids? No, it's not. It's not supposed to run off of the idea of like, you know, oh, this is what everybody's doing as a normal thing, or this is what the cool kids are doing. Or this is, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, it'd be nice if the world didn't run that way. But yeah. So yeah, well, I'll I'll leave it there with that, with the roadmap and everything like that. I just, we I... haveth a roadmap, something to look forward to, we do. hopefully, which hopefully. is good. It is. Um. And that's actually literally right around the corner. The beginning of it, right? Isn't it next week? Um, May third. Yeah. So we May are May third next week, next Tuesday. This this upcoming Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. That's when it all begins, right? So, just gotta hold out for six more days if you're listening to it on the podcast recording. Seven more days if you're holding into if you're listening to it now. Yep. Or if I no, I can't do math. Six days from now, if you're watching the live stream. There you go. I can't math. Seven days if you're listening to this Thursday morning. Yeah. 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 You can't math either. What are you talking about? <laughs> Coming oh, next five days. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look, I was sleeping right okay, before like, I did this podcast. We're magicians here, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um why don't we go ahead and talk about this um this thing that you had sent me can you can you bring it up tell me a little bit about what's up oh did you want to okay 
All right. Or do you want to come back to that another time and spend more time on it? That's that's what I was. That's why. Yeah. Is that what you were thinking? That's that's what is just yes. That is what I was. Let's do that. that. Let's tease it a little bit, and we'll talk about it next week. How does that sound? Uh, sure, we can do that. So I had to come across an article. Um, and the article was uh was going uh was was stating that like um the one of the early versions of Halo Infinite had a very um had a very Overwatch kind of feel where you get to pick your hero and then you get to go in and like um do Team Slayer or so on and so forth. So I thought that could be something interesting to like maybe if we if we further expand on that idea, that could be something kind of interesting to to bring to fruition like oh what if halo infinite went into this direction where you get to pick a hero and Oof. then you get to go in and like you know um and what would what would what would be what would we what could we add on to that to make it a cool and great experience yeah yeah so we'll talk about that next week i think that that'll be exciting i got some hot takes for you Ooh. yeah so i think we'll have fun with that well why don't we go ahead I don't know. Is there anything else going on in the Halo world that you want to talk about before we get into listener questions? Um. <clears throat> oh, have you watched any of the Halo show yet? Nope. Okay, just checking it. How did the last episode go? Um, it was great. Yeah, I heard that. I heard this last one was very um was very action heavy. Yeah, episode five, very action heavy. Um, and the kind of action too that like there's there's one specific moment that I can think about where when it happens it was like it just brought a big grin and a big smile to my face so it was really cool also some details that I thought were really cool these aren't spoilers but I want to kind of go ahead and bring this up as like why maybe it's a good thing that they didn't play any of the games when they made this uh when they wrote this story okay i'm gonna give you one example here again not a plot spoiler or anything like that this is just this is something about the world in the tv show okay okay there's a scene where a warthog is driving okay Mm -hmm. and there's a spartan running next to it full sprint running the exact same speed as the warthog at top speed okay now what's interesting is you can never do that in a halo game right and had the had the showrunners played the games and based the show off of the games that is not something that you would see but in the books that is something that you would see well that's something that you would read basically Right. And so I thought that it was a really neat detail because um, when the Warthog first takes off, you're thinking to yourself like, okay, well, why, you know, the Warthog is going to kind of leave that Spartan behind, isn't it? Right. <laughs> and then you see the Spartan sprinting same speed as the Warthog. And I thought I that brought a smile to my face. I was like, oh, they, this is like, this scene was made by somebody who knows about the expanded lore and didn't touch the games and was like we're gonna do this based off of the halo lore the deep lore in the books and i it made me smile i actually really really liked that little detail so um yeah i'm excited to kind of see some more of that uh some more of those like little details about 
the capabilities of Spartans that you don't get to experience in the games because it's a game, you know, and you have a limited amount of control and gameplay, you know, decisions that you can make. So at this point, I'm hoping to see like a Spartan lift us, uh, flip over a tank with one arm, you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> um, they're holding a, a assault rifle in hand and they're just using the one hand to flip over the tank, you know? Just yeah. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> um, but, uh, but episode five was really good tomorrow night. If you're watching the live stream is Thursday march 28th we will be watching the sixth episode in our discord watch party so if you do not have paramount plus and you want to watch the show or if you just want to watch the show amongst friends um come join us in the discord and we'll be watching the show together um we usually tell people we start at nine o'clock and then we really get started at 9 15 to give people a minute to kind of get in there so about 9 15 really we kind of like actually get started but aim for nine o'clock to get in there and um yeah so i'm i'm excited for the episode i think a lot of there was a lot of positive feedback about the episode because of how action heavy it is um as a tv show you can't just do action 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 every single freaking episode okay. i mean that's expensive right well it's expensive action set pieces are very expensive it's expensive but it's also in my mind it's boring right. like the action is a punctuation to things that are developing with the show and if, if you just had action 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 i feel like it, it's quite frankly i think at a certain point you're kind of like okay it's just more halo action and it looks cool but like there's no story there or there's limited story or little story when it's just action all the time so you know, maybe in a couple episodes in a row, having all action when the narrative demands it. Yeah, I want to see that. I, I, I can't, I, I hope I see more of that. And, you know, when they get, I don't know, at some point on the show, I imagine they'll be on a Halo. I don't know what it's going to look like, but um, hopefully there's a lot more action in, in those episodes, you know, and there's more going on. It just, it doesn't really make sense to me that there would be so much action right now um like it makes sense to me that the last three episodes have not been action heavy so i guess what i'm saying is people are all applauding this episode but like you can't have this kind of episode every single episode and i, I hope that i don't well, know i mean does the action in this episode progress the story yes yes it does okay. all right then well then that's a win win. Yeah. And like the action in the first episode, it progressed the story. You you so far all the action that we've seen has been necessary for the story. And I'm happy about that. It's just I feel like some people are saying how like, oh, every episode needs to be like that. I've heard that from a a, a oh, major really? Halo YouTuber. We need more episodes like this. Like you know, it'd be nice if like from this point out, like every episode was like this. And it's like, I don't know. Lord, yeah, I don't no. know about that. I, I I don't think that that would actually make for a good show. So I guess that's the other reason I was bringing it up. It's kind of in the back of my mind there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But I still think the show is really enjoyable. I think you can put me down as one of the... Uh, I, I have successfully separated the show from the game 100%. <laughs> 
They are two different, totally different things. And I think a large part of that has to do with you, Mystery. When you were like, dude, you got to let this be, let this be like Marvel. Let it be like Marvel where you got the movies and you got the comics. Like, just let it be different. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I can let it be different. And like, it is, and I'm enjoying it so much. And it's it's more like the Halo lore than I thought it was going to be. So I'm happy about that. Nice. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. I'm glad it's working out. Me it's too. Awesome. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> All right, let's do listener questions, my man. Listener questions. Do you know, sir, what the theme of the week was? I do. It was first-person shooters. Hey, it was indeed FPSs. All right, so our first question comes from Rabble, just Rabble. Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. And Rabble asks, trivia time. Nice. Halo Combat Evolve released for the Xbox on November 15th, 2001. Uh-huh. No other first-person shooters were released that day for the Xbox. Well, yeah, that makes sense. What was the first first-person shooter released for the Xbox after Halo Combat Evolved? Ooh, so we're going with good North question. American release dates only. Okay. So, A, 007 Agent Under Fire. Okay. B, Turok Evolution. C, Red Faction 2. Or D, Time Splitters 2. Turok Revolution. The first one? Turok Evolution. I believe, yeah. I thought that there was a Turok game on the original PlayStation. Maybe I'm mixing things up. Okay. Alright, so Turok. I think that might be a sequel, Revolution. Well, anyway, okay, so 007 Agent Under Fire, Mm -hmm. I played that. Turok, Red Faction 2, and what was the other one, Time Splitters? Time Splitters 2, yeah. So I don't know anything about Time Splitters, but I do know a little bit about these other games. I don't think it's Red Faction. I think Red Faction came out a lot later than Halo. Um, Agent Under Fire was early on. I feel like Tur- Turok's really thrown me off here because I thought that that game was even earlier than Halo. But of course, it wouldn't be earlier than Halo. It wouldn't be earlier than Halo on the Xbox, of course. So that one's like I'm wondering, like, was that released on other consoles before? And then, like, it came to Xbox after? Like, I I don't know. I don't know exactly how the publishing was. And I don't know shit about Time Splinters. Or Splitters. What was the first first first-person shooter released for the Xbox after Halo Combat Evolved? So it's for the Xbox, is the keywords here, after Halo Combat Evolved. I want to guess between Turok and 007. I don't yeah, know I'm anything thinking, about that. I'm kind of leaning towards 007 here, where it's like maybe it was released on an older console or something, and they they ported it over to Xbox and then released it after Halo Combat Evolved kind of thing. I remember playing a lot of... the criteria. Yeah. I, I remember playing a lot of Nightfire, but I, that was years later. And Agent Underfire, I remember playing that game and, and really liking that. I'm going to go with Turok, though. So Turok is my answer. I'm going to go with uh, 007. All right. And the answer. Time splitters. Being released on March 26th, 
2002, just over four months after the release of Halo, 007 Damn Agent it. Under Fire was the first FPS to be released for the Xbox after Halo. Nice. So the release dates of the other games, um, uh, Tour Rock Evolution came out August 31st, 2002. Red Faction 2 came out March 31st, 2003. And Time Splitters 2 came out October 17th, 2002. I had a friend who was such a giant Red Faction 2 fan. And I remember going over his house and sitting in his basement and watching him play it. And um, that's like a game that had like destructibility, like destructible yep. Um, yep. buildings and stuff like that. It was mm -hmm. so cool to watch him play. I was just destroying things with a sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rabble asks for a, a, a Nightfire community night. Is Nightfire on a Game Pass? Maybe we do. Maybe we do. Probably not, but maybe we do. All right, what's the next question? All right, next question from Rabble Just Rabble, and Rabble asks, which FPS would you want to be in, assuming that if you die, you respawn, but pain is real? Ooh, is it one of those four or just any first-person shooter? Oh, no, just uh, which any. Like, what, what, what FPS world would you want to be in? Ooh. Um, Minecraft. Is that considered an FPS? You get a bow and arrow in it. Uh, I guess it would be. I, I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> no, I, I was kind of trying to read chat here. They're saying something, but I don't know if this... I don't know if Rabble is trying to say that this question was a response to Paige's question or if he's responding in the chat to Paige's question. Paige is now telling me it's not an FPS. Okay, Paige is saying it's not an This is a response so to Paige's question. Count. So let's do Paige's question first, and then we'll do this one. Or or maybe not, because this question seems like it can kind of stand on its own. Yeah. Yeah, let's just, we'll just keep moving forward. Okay. Um. So I got to think of a first-person shooter game that I would like to be in. Yeah, and they're telling me that Minecraft doesn't count, so I got to come up with a new one, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, um... Oh, Titanfall. Really? You want to be in that universe? Oh, sorry. You cut out there on me. What was that? Uh, you want to be in that universe? The Titanfall universe? Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with Titanfall. Wow. Just okay. imagine trying to get into like these big ass massive mech suits and fighting each other and like being able to just like you know eject yourself out of a mech suit with an explosion wall running and that's fair i mean it seems like it would be a lot of fun and and you'd be very physically fit for sure yeah I, i'm just i'm gonna need a i'm gonna need a character that needs like an inhaler every like five seconds <laughs> paw, paw, <say. gasps> um this is a hard one because i keep thinking like okay what first in person what first person shooters don't involve war right because like chances are if i'm in this world there's gonna be some kind of brutal war right because at first i That's thought right, halo yeah. but then i thought well hold on a second dude i'm just in the world doesn't mean i'm the master chief and i don't know if i want to be him with all the shit that he goes through so right. it's like that seems like a rough world to be in the halo one um You know what? I want to be in the James Bond Agent Under Fire world. 
That's my answer. Okay, cool. Um, I feel like I could probably get by as just a regular. Anything else, and it was one of the four. No, it's because I could get by as just a regular dude. You know, like it's, look, these are all secret missions. And like, mm -hmm. if I'm James Bond or an agent, okay, dope. And if I'm one of the bad guys, okay, dope. And if I'm neither of them, I'm just a regular citizen chilling while all these other dudes are fighting over shit. So I feel okay, like that's kind dope. of that's kind of like the the world I exist in now, where like I kind of exist and other people are just fighting over shit. So I feel like it would be uh, a, a comparable experience to what I'm going through now. Okay, dope. <laughs> yeah, so I'll go with that. Agent under fire universe. All right. Okay. Uh, next question comes from Paige, and Paige asks, if you were teleported into any FPS, which one do you think you'd survive the longest in and die in first? The one that I think I would survive the longest in would be James Bond, Agent Under Fire. You don't okay. seem happy about that answer anymore. No, I was I was actually trying to think of an answer of my, for myself uh, okay. here. That's the one um, I would last the longest in. Um, and then the one that I would die almost immediately. Uh, okay, what about Fallout? Can we can we consider Fallout a first-person shooter? Or is that not? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Why not? I don't know, because they is said it, that Minecraft didn't count. But is it is it a, is it actually a first person shooter or is it is it one of those like it switches to third person? It switches to, to third person. Oh, I see. Okay, is that is that is that what you're concerned about the fact that it, it can switch to third person? Yeah, because that would be the world I would die the fastest in for sure. Oh man, would be Fallout for sure. Fallout counts. Okay, so Fallout counts. I'm going with the Fallout universe. Uh, Fallout three. I think I'm dead as fast as possible. Okay. Um, the one I can survive the longest in, I genuinely do not know, but I feel like the one I would die, like, first in would probably be, like, in a back for blood kind of environment or something with zombies, typically. Oh, okay. I feel like I wouldn't, I don't think I can actually survive a zombie apocalypse, let's be honest. I'd probably do something stupid and be like, oh, do you need help? I'll die. Ah, oh, shit. I feel okay. like you would probably get killed by other humans, if I'm being honest. Oh right, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that could be it too. Yeah, yeah. like somebody would be like, "Hey, help me," and you'd be like, "All right, I'll help you," and then they like rob you, leave you to die, and then you get eaten by zombies. Yep. Like if you were gonna go out, that's how I think you would go out. You'd be too trusting of a stranger. This is true. There you go. Yep. Okay. Um, in regards to surviving the longest in, I'm having a tough one at this one. Um. Could I just be in like the opposite side of the world in Call of Duty or something? Like, right, that's what I was thinking with Agent here. Under Fire. I'm going to go on the other side of the world. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking with Agent Under Fire. It's like, <laughs> I'm just in the world. It doesn't say I'm the main character. It doesn't say that I'm like fighting. It just says I'm in the world. Like, it's certainly not Bioshock, right? Like, a Bioshock, if I'm in that world, dude, I am dying for sure. So it's like, yeah, Call of Duty living in uh the middle of oregon <laughs> i feel like i'd be all right 
Just go to the Arctic or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. See? We get oh, it. Oh, my lord. Um, trying to see. What else, what, else, what else is there? Borderlands? Would Borderlands work? I don't know. Borderlands, I feel like, would be one where you would die pretty quick. I feel like I would die pretty quick in Borderlands as well. I mean, you would die laughing, but you would die pretty quick. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Would I last long in Tiny Tina's, like, <laughs> whatever the, the new Tiny Tina game is? I don't know enough about that gaming franchise. I played maybe, like, 10 hours of Borderlands 2 and just was like, okay, I'm not interested in looter shooters. Oh, okay, okay. I enjoyed Borderlands 2. Yeah? Yeah. That was actually the first one I ended up playing. Oh, same here. Ooh. It's the last one I played. Ooh. 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 Uh, yeah, the, yeah, I, I would probably pick, I would probably pick, yeah, that. <laughs> All right. So Call of Duty, next... except on the opposite side of where everything's going on. <laughs> Call of Duty, but I live in... Call of Duty, Call of Duty in Canada. Oh, wait. Call of Duty. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> That's funny. Canada of Duty. Canada Duty, bro. That sounds like a great parody of, like, a military game. <laughs> All right, what's the next question? All right, next question from Paige, and she asks, what five waifus would you take as your team into a FPS? Man, five waifus? I had, like, a tough time picking one waifu last what's, week. What's the one you got? The the one from last week? I believe I picked, uh, I believe I picked as a waifu. I, wasn't it Adriana Palicki? I don't know who that is. It was uh, it was the Mockingbird from Agents of Shield. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, now where what what franches are we taking this? In? These are gaming. It's just into a FPS. So any waifus into a first-person shooter? Uh, yeah, it's uh, five waifus. How about this? How about me and you both combine to get a five waifu team? Because I feel like I'm going to struggle on this too. Okay, good. I can agree with these terms. Okay. So can you come I, up with four more? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my my first nomination is Lara Croft. Although, like, I haven't played a first person shooter, Lara Croft. I feel like she's pretty badass, and I feel like she would do well in a first person shooter. Oh, okay. So you want to go with the like, gaming waifus? Okay, interesting. Yeah, let's do gaming waifus. Okay, so what other games can I play as a strong female lead? In? Oh my god, there's so many. <laughs> I can't think of any off the top of my head. The only, the only ones I can think of right now is Lara Croft because of what you because right, so, saying. So we got Lara Croft. Second choice. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> oh, I love our chat. Make sure that you're watching the live stream every Wednesday. Today we got started late, but we start around 9, 9.15 or so uh, p.m. Eastern time. And there's just some stuff in the chat that I think that you will enjoy and laugh about um, that I'm not going to repeat here on the podcast. <laughs> Um, okay, so other waifus, Lara Croft. I feel like we need a Spartan from Halo. So I was thinking Commander Palmer, but she had a bad shot when she was going after Halsey. What <laughs> what female Spartan would you want most in Halo? I feel like feel like a female Spartan in Halo. I feel like um... Kelly might be my pick. I yeah I I do like Kelly um, because Kelly's the one with the shotgun right 
And Linda's the one with the sniper, if I remember correctly? She is, and Linda got beat the fuck up at the end of uh, the fall of Reach. So Kelly has a better track record, in my opinion. Right, okay. Yeah, okay, so we'll put Kelly in there. Alright, so we got Kelly from Halo. Lara Croft. Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. Alright, so now it's my turn? Yeah, cause right, I've, I've come I up with am, two here, bro. You gotta come up I'm with something. I'm thinking of either... <laughs> you need to pull some weight here. Okay, I'm thinking of... Okay, I'm debating... I'm debating either Jill Valentine or Claire Redfield from Resident Evil... From the Resident Evil franchise. Oh, that seems like a good pick. Like, one, one or the... I feel like they're interchangeable, but one or the other. I feel like one... Which one would be like a... Who's the original chick? Or is that not Jill one of the Valentine ones? was in Resident Evil 1, and then she came back in Resident Evil 3. Okay. And then Claire Redfield was introduced, I believe, in Re Resident Evil 2. I like the Jill Valentine name better, so that's my vote. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we can go with... Yeah, let's go with... Uh, Let's go with Jill Valentine, I guess, as number three. Okay. I got number four. Okay. Uh, smells Good actually just said it in the chat, too. Uh, Samus Aran from the Metroid oh, series on Nintendo. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. Bad ass, dude. Bad ass. All right. Um... My next pick would probably... This, would, this is going to finish our team, by the way. This is going to finish the team? Okay, great. Yeah. I feel like we could use a climber in some way, shape, or form. Somebody that has the ability to climb or some uh, someone that has the ability to kind of just, you know, uh, scour an area if required. Yeah, I think well, Lara I'm gonna Croft go could... With... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, we had Lara Croft. I was Never just going to say Lara Croft could come in off the bench in case this person doesn't make it, you know, kind of like mm. making sure that the team's being held was... together. I was gonna go with Chloe Frazier from the Uncharted series, but okay, no, let's go with Chloe. No, I I just thought of someone else. Okay, well let's go with the someone I just thought else. Of someone else. This this, Fuck this Chloe, someone dude. else. Screw her. What was her name? I don't remember her name though. She was in Alien Isolation. Sig um, Sigourney Weaver. Not Sigourney Weaver, but like I'm like sorry, her, her daughter or whatever. Oh. Her, her daughter in the game because we're going in the game game universe, right? Yeah, is Ripley in any of the games? Because she would be my number one pick, actually. Um, I think she is playable in one of the DLCs. Nah, that doesn't count. Ripley's but, um, daughter in Alien yeah, she, Isolation. You, in Alien Isolation, you play as Ripley's daughter. I'm so um, confused. I thought that was a prequel game. I guess no, not. it's actually after. I think it's after the events of uh, like the first uh, the first movie. I don't. Well, you know what? Let me look it up. Let's find out what our fifth team member is called. Uh, I want to say, is it Amanda? I think it's Amanda. Alien Isolation Protest. Oh, there we go. Ravel said Amanda Ripley. There you go. Amanda Ripley. Amanda Ripley. So the reasoning behind that is her crafting capability. She's able to craft, and she was able to be like, I feel like she's a good survivalist, right? Dude, so, great like, it's, pick. Great yeah, pick. It's survival honestly. horror. You yeah. got like you got somebody that's able to craft things and, and, and outsmart the alien using the crafting capabilities yeah, of engineering dude. and all this stuff. So yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like Amanda Ripley would be the way to go. Yeah, I, I like that pick a lot. Like uh, Ripley from from Aliens is has got to be the most badass female um, protagonist of like. Of any kind of like series, uh, uh, 
who doesn't have like supernatural abilities in my opinion because like mm. they don't make her they don't make her unrealistically like strong or anything like that she's just so fucking determined and like i i love that about her character in the first movie and especially like even in the second movie she is so um she she's got to be one of my favorite characters of all time so like i totally dig the idea of having a Ripley like character. So the fact that Amanda Ripley is uh that's like the character from Alien Isolation. Like that's that's dude, that is perfect. I love that team. So we got Lara Croft, we got Kelly, Lara Croft from Tomb Raider, Kelly mm-hmm. from Halo, right? And Jill Valentine from, Jill Resident, Valentine Evil, from Resident Evil, Samus Aran from the Metroid series. And we got Amanda Ripley from Alien Isolation. This is a solid ass team for a first person shooter, bro. Hundred percent. Great picks. Great team, mystery. Are you not here anymore? Mystery, can you hear me? That's hilarious, dude. I thought for a second that Mystery was just being quiet for no reason. I think he might have lagged out or something. Okay, he says getting Mr. Roboto voice in the chat. So he backed out just for a second here. That was really funny because I'm like, Mystery, Mystery. All right, so what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to go ahead and continue the um, the questions. I'm going to see what we have here. Okay, all right, we did this question here. We did this question, we did. Okay, I'm gonna do this question here. If you could turn, oh, this question is from Silly Goose Nessa. If you could turn any non-first-person shooter game into a first-person shooter game, what game would you pick? So I'm trying to think of like third-person games, you know, action games. The funny thing here is like most of the games that I play are all first-person. So if you could turn any non-first-person game into a first-person shooter game, what game would you pick? I'm going to go with Mario Kart. Could you imagine like a first-person view in Mario Kart where you're chucking shells at each other and stuff like that? I feel like that that would be kind of fun. Um, maybe in a more serious answer, I <clears throat> I don't know. That's it's, it's hard for me to think of non-first-person shooter games because that's like all I play. I'm trying to think of like what the first oh tunic that's what I'm doing I'm turning tunic into a first person shooter game finally getting that shotgun from the quarry and lighting up all my foxy friends <laughs> oh you're back hey so I'm back that's the question we're doing right now if you could turn any non first person shooter game into an FPS game what game would you pick uh oh we we okay we so we skipped over we skipped over uh pages the last question i wasn't sure what order the questions went in so i just grabbed a question that i know that we didn't do yet oh okay 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 so uh okay so we're on nessa's question uh any fps game that we can turn into a oh, sorry any non-fps game that we can turn into a fps game um i was i have you ever played the game too human no Okay, uh, I would like to get. I, I'm very curious as to how that game would play out in a first-person shooter perspective. There we go. Uh, Two Human. I, the, the, it was very early on in the Xbox 360 days, uh, and it was one of those uh, 
over the top views and you were able to dual wield like guns and so on and so forth in that game. Okay. So I'm very curious to see um, that and how that would have played out in a, in a first person shooter aspect. Cool. Okay. So yeah, that's, that, that's my pick. Uh, what you, you picked a uh, Mario Kart, if I'm correct. I did Mario Kart first and then I changed it to tunic. Oh, right. Yeah. I guess that would make sense with the whole shotgun situation. Yeah. That would that would that would make sense. Light up all the foxes. <laughs> all right. Or maybe like uh, the Legend of Zelda. I don't know. Like a, I I want to see that. I want to see a first person shooter game that's a hundred percent arrows. Like a bow and arrow, you know. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Let's move on. What about uh, what about like a Pokemon game in a first person aspect? Uh, yeah, I would dig that, especially after the last Pokemon game. It's like, oh, okay, that could, that could work. Yeah, yeah, that that could. I was just I was I was trying to imagine how uh, Zelda would look in uh, in a first person. You said with the bow and arrows and all that stuff. Well, like the bow and arrow part in Zelda is in first person shooter, um, unless you are using the Z targeting system. I'm saying Z targeting as if I'm playing on the N64, the L targeting system now. So, oh, Rabble's like, so Horizon Zero Dawn, only arrows. Is that what that game is? I've never played Horizon Zero Dawn, so I, I wouldn't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I've never played it either. I've seen a little bit of it, uh, a little bit of gameplay. And that, it looks that has dope. No... I wish that game was on the Xbox. That's one of those games where, like, as an Xbox fan, I'm like, ugh, dude, that's, that's something I would want. All right. Um... <laughs> So I'm going to go back to, I guess, this other question from Paige. You're going to go back to the list? I'm going to go back to the list. There you go. I was, I was told to go back to the list, so I'm going to go back to the list. Yeah. We, we, have, we, we have derailed so much that I should just go back to the list. There you go. Uh, this last question comes from Paige, uh, or the last question of Paige comes from Paige, of course. Uh, and she asks, how do you feel about allowing mods to have bot privileges? How do I feel about letting mods have bot privileges? How do you feel about allowing mods to have bot privileges? Oh, why don't you go ahead and answer? Oh. Um. <laughs> Did she direct it to anybody? No, no one specific. Okay. I don't know what I don't. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what. Okay. What does she mean by like, bot? I know exactly it? what she's talking about, but I oh, think it's funny well. that they didn't go tracks. So what do you think? You know, how about you give us some power? So. Oh. I'm I'm letting you stew in this for a little bit. I'll, okay. I'll I'm sorry. I'll I'll let me rescue you now, and I'll I'll claim to be your hero. Um, Great. Yeah. yeah I think, please. Thank you. I think that that's totally my a good, hero. Okay, go on. <laughs> I think that that's uh I think that's totally a good idea, and I think we should do that. I think the only thing that's holding me back from giving you more power is that I don't know how to type it. So if you kind of like a letter recommendation where that you go like, Hey, can I have a letter recommendation? They go, sure. You write it and I'll just sign it. If you can come up with the things that I have to type to give you power, I will gladly turn over power to you. Um, sure. Yes. This sounds great. There we go. There. I mean, it's not like I have, any any power per se anyways so like, <laughs> like, like, wait, if i say yes 
does that mean does that mean you will definitely do it or if like this <laughs> you have you have a tremendous amount of influence <laughs> okay Drax. if you if you said if you said hey i really think we should do this i would be more inclined i i, I would be totally inclined to go with what you think is best like if i feel really strong about something and there's very few things I feel super strongly about. But if there's anything that I felt really strongly about, I would fight tooth and nail for it. But everything else, hey, whatever people think is the best is probably better than what I think. Okay. <laughs> what? Why are you saying it like that? I mean, I, I completely gave all the settings up for the most part for the tournament to a council, you know, and the council decided what was better and what wasn't. And when there was something going on that I thought like, Hey, you know what? Maybe we should consider this too. I spoke up, I said something and it didn't always go my way, but, um, the really important things, you know, I, I really pushed for, but you know, for the most part, I was hands off and, you know, let the council change some things that me personally wouldn't have necessarily. So I, I am totally okay with delegation. I'm totally okay with not having to have the final say in everything. I like that. Chat. <laughs> the chat. What's wrong with bringing up I'm the council? Sorry. I don't understand. I'm sorry. I just keep reading the chat here now. I'm so like so derailed. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I feel that it's me. great to allow mods to have bot privileges. Moving on to the next question. Next question comes from Smells Goods, and this was one of the later editions. There was two questions that were as that were added as a later edition. Um, Smells Goods asks, "Hello, new to the podcast." What's your thoughts on stimulus checks in virtual economies? All right. What are my thoughts on stimulus checks in virtual economies? Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it depends on... Um, look, it, it, it depends on how the economy functions we have an economy bot in our discord right now and if i just gave two thousand dollars or whatever to every single person who's in the discord it wouldn't affect the value of the currency because it's just used for games and everybody would probably just like spend it on blackjack and lose it anyway except for a couple of people who are really good at blackjack and the economy bot so that's a virtual game and uh that wouldn't really have any kind of effect ever but if you're dealing with an economy bot oh not an economy bot but if you're dealing with like virtual currency uh, and there's like an actual supply of currency and there's actual like like realistic market conditions then it's an absolutely awful idea uh because inflation is rarely a good thing and ends up just hurting people with little to no money so it's probably not a good idea i'm gonna be honest with you i have no clue what you just said <laughs> sorry like absolutely no i like no comprehension i you could have said like the sky is blue and i just wouldn't have known yeah so like let's say there's a total of a thousand dollars right mystery and you have a hundred of it okay, okay. and the total of the thousand dollars is everything that's being used up in an economy okay which means you have a tenth 
of all the money that exists in this universe. You're doing right. pretty freaking good, okay? Great. Yeah, numbers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you following that, though? Because, come on, this is, this is pretty straightforward, right? There's a thousand, <laughs> yeah. a thousand total dollars, and you have a hundred of them, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if all of a sudden I decided to double the amount of money that's in that universe, and instead of $1,000, now there's $2,000 total, and you still have $100 of the two, so now you have 100 of the $2,000. You following me? No. <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, numbers is just, it's not... It's not a thing. I'm using really even and easy numbers I know, here. I know, I know you are, but I'm. I'm uh, okay, go on. I'm trying to think. Just finish, how to, fin finish your thought. Finish your uh, thought. Okay, okay, I got it. No, 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 I got it. Okay. Okay. There are ten signed. There are ten signed copies. Uh, what's your favorite Halo game? What uh, Halo Three? Okay, and who's your favorite Bungie staff member? Uh. Joseph Staten. Great. So Joe Staten autographs okay. 10 copies of Halo 3, okay? Okay. You have one of them. Great. There's only 10 in the world. Uh-huh. Okay? Right. That's valuable. And if you try to sell it, who knows how much you could sell it for? There might be somebody willing to spend $1,000, $2,000. Who knows how mm -hmm. much somebody might be willing to spend on it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then Joseph Staten goes, hey, I'm going to sign... 10 more copies of Halo 3. So now instead of there being 10 copies of Halo 3 signed by Joe Staten, there's now 20 copies of Halo 3 signed by Joe Staten. Okay? So mm -hmm. now your one copy is worth less now. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what inflation does. So that's, that's why it's not a good thing. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Come on, that that example, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was great. Okay. All right. Let's move. So yes to more money for them? No. No. <laughs> no. They if, want more money, though. Because if everybody has a, a signed copy of Halo 3 by Joseph Satan, it doesn't, it's not valuable. It, it might be valuable to them, though. Everyone everyone has it. You could literally find them in the trash on the ground. People use it to, to, to hold their paperweights down. Like, you can get it anywhere. But, uh, but what if it's valuable to me? Well, you already have one. And so does everybody exactly. in the world. There's 8 billion copies of it all over the place. Mm -hmm. And it's not just that it's valuable to you, but how much would you pay for one if not only you already had one, but you could get one anywhere? But but I but I already have one. Right. But let's okay. Let's say you didn't have one. There's eight billion of them. It'd be pretty cheap to get one. You get what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't spend a lot of money trying to get a copy if there were eight billion of them. You get what I'm saying? Probably probably not. So the market value. But it would okay, still be let's valuable. Just, to well, me. let's just move. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Paige says, I just want money for blackjack. Yeah, that's fine, because we don't have to worry about inflation in that uh, economy bot. So. Yeah, so, like, you know, give them, an, give them an allowance. It doesn't have to be a stimulus check. It's an allowance. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there you go. Give them, like, a, a toonie. That's what my allowance was. It was a toonie. I don't know what toonies are. It was a $2 coin. There you go. 
That would too many. Once, one, once every in a, in a while, like whenever my parents felt like, okay, yeah, here, here, take a toonie. I like it. <laughs> All right, what's the next question? <laughs> okay, uh, the last question comes from Rabble. Just Rabble. This was added in after, um, and Rabble asks, "What do you plan to do about the current status of the fake economy?" Act like you're politicians in a debate, but don't make true on any of your pro- promises. Um, I uh, will not do anything. The economy will grow as people continue to. So in the economy bot on Discord, you can generate income by either working, uh, being a slut or doing crime. So as more money is generated by people being sluts, doing crime, and uh, working, uh, more money will be generated, and that will be used in whatever way people want to use that money. So I'm all for it. All right. Well, you know what? I feel like your opinion is invalid in this situation, and everybody should get money from a stimulus check oh my to God. get our current status up and running in our fake economy because money, 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 yeah. obviously. Right? Yes? That's a we take. want money. Yeah. So increase our inflation of things like actually I'll say balloon this. animals with money. I'll say this. If we just hand out money to everybody in the Discord, then people aren't going to care as much about the games. Because part of what makes the games exciting is that you're 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 winning more or you're losing it. And that gives it value. So hang on a second. Actually, Guys, if we just give out money so people can play blackjack all the time, then the blackjack doesn't mean anything anymore because whatever you earn doesn't matter because Paige will just print more money for you. So hang on a second, guys. Maybe it's not a good idea. Maybe it's not a good idea to just give everybody money in blackjack or give everybody money in the economy bot for blackjack. You want to give out 2K a day? Here's what's going to happen. If you give out 2K a day, nobody's going to be using the economy bot in I don't know how long, but at some point people will fall at some point people will stop playing it. If you leave it alone and force people to work their way up, guaranteed people would people will play it longer. <laughs> Kyle says you are disaster tracks and why you will never be president. <laughs> I'm leaving the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you got to think but, about it. But it seems like it seems like the public, the people are saying they don't have money, so how can they spend money that they don't have? We they need have to give to... them money so they can spend it, no, so they... we can inflate our economy. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. No. We can inflate our economy. Yeah, but they can generate income by working, being a slut, and doing crime. Like, there's ways to earn money here. <laughs> It's totally a tar- it's a bad it's a bad idea. People are going to lose interest in playing blackjack and because the the power of losing it or the power of gaining it isn't going to mean anything anymore because we're just you're getting new money every day. Right, but yet we still grind ourselves through the Tenrai events. Yeah. Your bot only gives us fines even when I work. I got fined for being a slut, bro. Well, you know what? That's going to happen in the economy, bot. All right. What's next? That's the last question. Okay. 
Everybody, thank you for hanging out with us and thank you for joining. Thank you for listening to episode 75 of the Red Spartan Halo podcast. Mystery, what do you got going on this week? Um, hopefully some sleep at some point, but, um, I will be, what am I doing? What is it Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can catch me on twitch.tv slash R E A L M I S T R Y, where I will be doing some dungeons and dragons tomorrow. We are continuing our campaign against the curse of Strahd. One of our players died and he has now brought in his backup character. His backup character is a seven-foot-tall humanoid bunny rabbit named Marsh Mallow. Um, and he's got, uh, he's got like, uh, I think it's like some etching on his body that's like glow-in-the-dark or something like that. I don't know if it has anything to do with any of his powers or anything yet, but we'll, well, I guess we'll find out. Um, and he also has to do like... <laughs> So the, the 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 viewers have added uh, an extra little fun little thing. You know how Elmer Fudd's always hunting uh, Bugs Bunny. Um, every once in a while, um, he's gonna have to do like a perception check to see if if there is an Elmer Fudd that is hunting him down um, in our Dungeons and Dragons campaign, which is uh, also very fun and interesting. Um, but yeah, you'll catch me then tomorrow there, and then, um, I'm not sure about Friday night as of yet, more than likely I'll probably be streaming, but I don't know if it'll be with Spark and Covalent, or if it'll just be con on with Borderlands 1. Um. Unfortunately, I'm working a closing shift on Saturday, so I will not be, uh, if I join, if I join the community night, it would be, it would be much later at night. So, yeah. Very cool. Um, I love that the chat is filled with these little angry plankies that are ready to go to war. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Holy shit, man. <laughs> I looked away at chat. I looked away from chat for like two minutes. It's like, holy shit. So much has happened. That's really funny. Um, I will be streaming. Uh, I don't think tonight because I'm, I'm really fucking tired. Uh, but I think that I will be streaming... Do you stream Thursdays, Mystery? Uh, I know you yeah, just yeah. said it. I just want to make sure. Okay. Look. Yeah, I, that was the whole the, the whole spiel of the, du yeah. the Dungeons and the Dragons. Just, just follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash live one and you'll be able to find me playing some Tunic and find me playing some other games, usually pretty late at night. Um... Uh, we also got Saturday coming. Uh, Saturday is community night. Sunday is anime night. And um, yeah, so definitely uh, come join us for those events and have fun with us. And I think that that's pretty much it. Um, I think that that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. So I love you all. Enjoy the rest of your week. We will see you back here next week for episode 76. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Next week for episode seventy six, isn't it? Seventy eight, seventy eight. We we can't we can't math. Tracks, we can't math. <laughs> this episode was what? What is this episode? According to the Twitch stream, it's seventy seven this week. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's seventy eight. Sorry. <laughs> Tracks, I think we need to go back to school. We we are not we are not good at this math thing. <laughs> Seven days to seventy eight. That sounds like a great title. Seven days to seventy eight.